Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors won a game. <laughs> Steph Curry came back earlier than expected from that tailbone injury and literally just reminded everybody how important he is, how good he is, and how much he raises the game of everyone else. You know, we all know that Steph is in his prime, a once in a generation, maybe once in a lifetime player for what he's done. And we all accept that. And we all kind of say it and assume it. But when he's gone, you just can't believe how much the team changes without him. Yes, the team is a lot of like role players and young guys. So it's not like, but you try not to take Steph for granted. And you're like, you don't, you don't think you do. But then when you see him come back and affect a game like he did tonight with his energy, his joy, his gravity, all that stuff, sometimes you think you just forget, you know, like you try not to, but you just do. Bottom line is whatever Steph said to the team after the Hawks loss and him being out on the court, thank God, thank God he was not seriously hurt on that fall in Houston. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those games where things just worked well. James Wiseman, he got 28 minutes, some solid minutes. And I'll be honest, he looked like an NBA player. And, you know, he's looked like that a lot this season. But lately, he's just looked really downtrodden and a little bit confused out there. But tonight, he didn't look like he muddled up the lane. He was doing what he was supposed to in the offense. He didn't look confused or out of place that often. And he made some great plays. And he made some mistakes, but he just kind of kept going through his mistakes. And that's what he needs to do. He had a little bit of attitude, kind of like scoffing, looking at the ref. When one of the Bulls players, I forgot who it was, tried to dunk on him and Wiseman blocked it or changed the shot. He kind of like scoffed at it, it seemed like. And that's what I want to see. He looks like a guy out there who is young, talented, and learning as opposed to a guy who is afraid to make a mistake. Hopefully he continues this way, and that's what he'll need to do to continually affect this team in a positive way and not just kind of be a project on a night-to-night basis. So that was awesome. And the rest of the team played overall, you know, pretty solidly. You know, they played with energy, and eventually they just pulled away from the Bulls, who are a solid team. They're number 10 the Warriors are number 10 in the West. The Bulls are number 10 in the East. So, And also the Bulls have some new guys, so maybe they're not all super familiar with each other. But hey, you know, you've got to take advantage of whoever you can take advantage of. The Kings took advantage of the Warriors last week. The Hawks took advantage of the Warriors a couple nights ago. So whatever, you know, <laughs> every man for himself out there. But yeah, this is a game that they needed. I think some fans, including myself, needed this one too. After that awful, awful couple of games against the Kings and the Hawks where they just looked like they were zombies and half-assing it and stuff, this looked like fun. They were cheering for each other. Wiseman in particular seemed to be cheering for folks more than he usually has so far this season. So maybe somebody said, hey, speak up a little bit more. I know Kevon Looney said something about Wiseman maybe needing to speak up more on defense. Maybe he's just being more vocal in general. Who knows? He's kind of a quiet dude, so maybe he's just trying to find his comfort zone. Anyway, that's that's all I got. I'm not going to dwell on too many negatives. 
And you know, this season, if the Warriors do end up threading the needle, they're going to need to get into the playoffs somehow and also keep their top 20 protected pick. And right now, you know, looking at the standings, they are, let's see, they are two games out of the 10th spot in the overall standings. Now I'm talking about this in terms of the lottery. So if they are top 10, then they lose their pick. They give it up to Oklahoma City in the Kelly Oubre trade. If they are in the bottom 20 teams, they will keep their pick and they'll lose their second rounder, which they got from Minnesota, which ultimately is just kind of the equivalent of a very, very late first round pick. But we want them to keep it and you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, the the dream scenario is for them to get like a decent lottery pick and get the Minnesota pick at four or five and to sneak into the playoffs. That's what we want. Anyway, I'm just going to enjoy this game. They have a couple days before they play on the road against Miami, Toronto, Atlanta again. Then they get Milwaukee at home, Washington at home, and Houston at home. So that stretch, you know, was that six games? Maybe, hey, if they came out four and two out of that one, I know I said that for games, including the recent stretch, but if Steph is healthy and they can roll through, then I don't see why they can't win a few of those. Four and two is what I would be happy with. So we shall see. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Oakland Warriors or at Patrick Pino, E-P-I-N-O. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to listen and check us out on YouTube at YouTube.com slash National Film Society if you want to listen to these episodes there instead. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.